It's true that in medicine, we often do interventions based on tradition and then let evidence either prove or disprove it. Well, such is the case with perceived fetal movements known as fetal kick counts. Remember that in 2018, The Lancet published the AFFIRM trial. This was a stepped wedge clustered randomized trial that actually showed that patient education and true packages for reduced fetal movement awareness did not actually reduce the ultimate outcome, which was stillbirth. Well, in February of 2020, Obstetrics and Gynecology, the journal known as The Green Journal, will publish a new systematic review and meta-analysis on fetal movement counting and perinatal mortality. Did this systematic review find the same thing as the AFFIRM trial? Well, let's find out in this session now. Maternal regular perception of fetal movements is considered a sign of fetal well-being, and concerns for decreased perception of fetal movement is a common cause of presentation to the emergency department or labor and delivery. But there's many definitions of decreased fetal movement that have been proposed, both quantitative and qualitative, and none of them has been universally accepted. Among these, one of the most frequently adopted is less than 10 movements within two hours. Yet still, other authors consider reduced fetal movement the case of total absence of fetal movement for a whole day. Reduction of fetal movement is associated with various adverse pregnancy outcomes, including stillbirth, growth restriction, placental insufficiency, fetal maternal hemorrhage, congenital anomalies, and neonatal mortality. Moreover, compared with normal pregnancies, these characteristics of reduced fetal movement have a significantly higher uterine artery pulsatility index at mid-trimester ultrasound exam, and many of the adverse perinatal outcomes previously described are strongly associated with abnormal uterine artery dopplers. However, there is an ongoing debate in the literature regarding the usefulness of maternal fetal movement counting for the prevention of poor pregnancy outcome. In other words, it could be that reduced fetal movement is a consequence of an already jeopardized uteroplacental situation and that there may not be anything to prevent an adverse outcome. Recent studies like the AFFIRM trial have raised doubts about the efficacy of this practice of kick counts because it can be associated with increased medical interventions without measurable benefits. These contradictory results may be a result of the low incidence of stillbirth and neonatal mortality. So, to demonstrate whether fetal movement counting has an effect on those outcomes, a very large number of patients would be required to study. So, in February 2020, authors took a look at this problem and decided to complete a systematic review and meta-analysis on the subject. Here is how that study was designed. They included all randomized controlled trials comparing patients randomized to receive instructions for fetal movement counting compared with women who received standard prenatal care without specific information about fetal movement perception. The original search identified 1,290 non-duplicate articles, but of these, five RCTs met the inclusion criteria and over 460,000 fetuses were included in the systematic review. Three trials enrolled only singleton gestations. Grant and Norman also included 
twin gestations, so that makes up the five RCTs. The vast majority were singleton gestations without fetal anomalies. Definitions of decreased fetal movement varied among the trials, being somewhat qualitative and sometimes quantitative in nature. As for results, the incidence of perinatal death was 0.54% in the intervention group, remember that was a group that had detailed instructions on fetal movement perception, and it was 0.59% in the control group that gave a relative risk of 092 there was no significant between-group difference in the incidence of secondary perinatal outcomes either, including stillbirth, neonatal death, birth weight less than the 10th percentile, 5-minute APGAR score less than 7, and NICU admissions. In terms of obstetric outcomes, there were small but statistically significant increases in preterm birth, induction of labor, and cesarean delivery among the intervention group. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In this systematic review and meta-analysis, women instructed on fetal movement counting had no difference in perinatal mortality compared with those who did not receive interventions. The only significant findings were marginally increased rates of preterm birth, induction of labor, and cesarean delivery, all within the zone of potential bias and questionable clinical significance. Remember that these findings are actually not new, so it shouldn't be all that shocking. The Cochrane Review, published in 2015, took a look at this very subject, and they also found no difference in the incidence of stillbirth or perinatal mortality between groups assigned detailed fetal movement perception instructions and control groups. Current research demonstrates no definitive evidence that fetal movement counting is associated with prevention of perinatal mortality. As the author states in this February 2020 meta-analysis and systematic review, the only systematic significant difference in this meta-analysis are small increased rates of preterm birth, induction of labor, and cesarean delivery, which were of marginal clinical significance. It's not possible to know whether the clinical interventions prevented a stillbirth, neonatal death, or neonatal morbidity, or whether the outcome would have been the same without the interventions. So to answer that question, a randomized trial of interventions compared to no intervention in those women who report decreased fetal movement would have to be done. However, this type of study is unlikely to be performed. As we wrap up the podcast, the authors of this systematic review and meta-analysis, again from February 2020 in the Green Journal, have some really good closing words. According to the authors, quote, Clearly, more well-designed and larger trials are needed for this subject to eventually go away. Two RCTs are ongoing on this very topic, including the My Baby's Movement trial, which is occurring in Australia and New Zealand, and the Mind Fetalness study in Sweden. 
the possible benefit of decreasing perinatal mortality has not yet been realized and the current analysis raises concerns about the possible risk of harm related to iatrogenic delivery. The authors go on to stay, quote, a technique used ubiquitously warrants rigorous study. Well, that brings us to a wrap. We have highlighted and summarized key points of the upcoming systematic review and meta-analysis from February 2020 of Obstetrics and Gynecology. The lead author of this systematic review and meta-analysis is Federica Bellusi, and the title is Fetal Movement Counting and Perinatal Mortality. Thanks for being part of our podcast, and we'll see you next time on another episode of Clinical Pearls. Clinical Pearls.